It's been about six months since I started the Bells and Whistles Theater, which is kind of the creative home of this podcast now. It's where I release all the upcoming episodes, extra scenes, and standalone short stories. I'm working on my second short story now. And if you're curious about how things are going with the podcast, if I will keep podcasting, uh, and if I am able to survive as a creator, I have just published a free episode of my In the Wings Behind the Scenes podcast, where I discuss um, how I feel about the Bells and Whistles Theater in the Lesbian Romantic Podcast and its future right now. So if that interests you, go to patreon.com slash lesbianromantic and sign up for free, and you'll have access to that um, episode of my behind-the-scenes podcast. All right, let's get to this episode. Welcome to the Lesbian Romantic Podcast. This is Connection Revealed, Part 25. September 22nd. 2063, San Francisco, Fire Blue Territory, North American Province, 10.30 p.m. local time. Jade stared out of the window. They had reached the edge of what she presumed to be San Francisco. Everything looked quite different from the cities she knew back home, but that didn't matter right now. She closed her eyes and tried to recall Michelle's scent again. She flicked her tongue over her lips in search of traces of their kiss. The heat in her body returned, nearly making her groan in frustration. Ever since she had been put in this car, Jade had done nothing but replay the kiss in her mind. She honestly didn't know why she had kissed Michelle all of a sudden. It had been an impulsive decision. Was it because they were pretending to be a couple? Or was it because Jade had wanted to grab the chance to kiss Michelle before being separated from her? Much to her chagrin, she had to admit it was most likely the second. As soon as she had stepped out of that cabin alone, Jade had felt a sense of heartbreak which reminded her of feelings she'd only had once before. These were so intense that they made her feel like an elephant was sitting on her chest. She glanced down at the wedding ring on her finger. She had been wearing it for so long that she had forgotten it was there. Sometimes months went by without her noticing the ring or thinking about what it symbolized. For some reason, kissing Michelle Becker right before being dragged away from her brought back those old feelings of powerlessness and heartbreak. She had to find a way to push them back down. Jade clenched her jaw and forced herself to take in her environment. This trip should have been extremely exciting to her. She was in a city where almost nobody got to go. She was deep inside rebel territory. Jade was surprised the rebels hadn't blindfolded her. Did they not fear she would share what she had seen here? Or maybe they have nothing to hide. Jade thought. Maybe it's just us, the people living everywhere else in the world who are dealing in secrets and lies. An image of Michelle's wide blue eyes flashed through her mind. 
Jake knew that Michelle had a lot to hide, too. Would she ever be able to penetrate the shield of deception and secrets that Michelle had built around herself? Doubt it, Jade thought, and a new wave of sadness rolled over her. Jade wished she could talk to Michelle. It felt wrong to be so far away from her now. As she thought of the people who had taken her away, a new emotion began to fill her chest. She was angry at the people who had taken her away from the woman she had unexpectedly fallen in love with. September 22nd, 2063. Safe House, Forest, Fire Blue Territory, North American Province. 10.30 p.m. local time. Michelle stood by the door of the cabin, listening for any movement outside. There was none. She cursed inwardly. It had only been an hour or so since they had taken Jade away. She might not be back for a long time. Damn it. Michelle cursed again and resumed her pacing around the cabin. She stopped by the sofa where Jade had kissed her and touched her lips. She had done this a couple of times already. Every time she did, her whole body started to tingle as she relived those two seconds of feeling Jade's lips on hers. Michelle didn't think she'd ever felt anything like this before. It was as if time had stopped when Jade had kissed her. Shit! Michelle yelled in frustration, no longer caring if the guards outside heard her. September 22nd, 2063. San Francisco, Fire Blue Territory, North American Province, 11.45 p.m. Local Time. Elle felt bad about leaving Louise behind in the middle of the night, but there had been no other way. She walked into her office and left the door open behind her, knowing that she'd get company soon enough anyway. She switched on the small desk light and sat down with a sigh. She already regretted the decisions she had made earlier. Bringing Jade Turner to the presidential residence had been a very bad idea. Carmen had not put up any resistance to Elle's plan this time. But Elle didn't know if the head of her security detail had actually approved, or if she had just given up on trying to convince Elle to make better decisions. Elle ran a hand through her curls. They felt a little greasy from the oil, and she smiled. Making love to Louise had felt so incredible. It had been as intense as in their early days, if not more. But the blissful feeling hadn't lasted long. Even though things might be improving between her and Louise, Elle knew that it could all go away in the blink of an eye once Louise found out what Elle had been hiding from her. She might never trust her again. A soft knock on the open door interrupted Elle's thoughts before she could start to feel sorry for herself again. She looked up and saw Carmen standing in the doorway, smiling tiredly. They're here, Carmen said. Elle nodded, running her hand through her hair again. All right, she said. 
Let her in and make sure no one sees her. Would you like me to stay with you? Carmen asked, tucking her hand into her pocket. Belle pursed her lips as she mulled it over. She knew Carmen would prefer to stay to ensure Elle was safe. But Elle wanted Jay Turner to feel free to open up without fear, so she decided against it. Can you stay in the area? She asked somewhat apologetically. I'll make sure I'm close to the panic button. Carmen took in a slow breath and then nodded. Okay, she said. I'll do that. Let me go get her. Thank you, Carmen, Elle said, flashing her a grateful smile. Carmen gave a thin smile in return and called out to one of her team members. Bring her in, she commanded, and make sure no one's walking around out there in the hallways. Elle looked around her office. The wall of books usually got visitors' attention first. She chewed on her lip as she considered where to greet the scientist. Should she walk toward her and shake her hand? She decided against it and stayed behind her desk. Two minutes later, Elle was pretending to be busy with some paperwork when another soft knock on the door announced Jade Turner's arrival. Elle made sure to wait a moment before finally looking up. Jade Turner stood in the doorway, looking vulnerable and lost. She was still wearing only a tank top and was visibly cold with her arms wrapped around herself. Elle frowned, annoyed at her team. Do you need a blanket? She asked Turner. The global scientist's brown eyes widened, then narrowed. Elle addressed Carmen before Turner could say anything. Can you please have someone bring a sweater or a blanket or something? It's colder during the night and she doesn't have anything to wear. Sit down, please, Elle then told Turner. Close the door behind you. The scientist's eyes briefly focused on Carmen and the flash of anger crossed her face. Her posture changed to one of defiance. Elle sat back in her chair, intrigued. She watched as Turner shut the door and turned to face her. I'm not talking until Michelle is here, Turner stated, too confident to be actually confident. Elle huffed in surprise. You want Becker here? Really? Jade's eyes locked with hers. This isn't what we agreed upon. Crossing her arms, Elle smiled. You changed the deal we had. You asked to come here. We'd agreed you would leave in the morning. I let you have your tablets and go online. I didn't ask to come here, Jade said, standing by the chair now. We asked to talk to you, not to be dragged over here. So talk, Elle smiled. You have my attention, Turner. That's what you wanted, right? I want Michelle here, Turner said, crossing her arms as well. Elle narrowed her eyes and tilted her head. What was going on here? What had she overlooked? Why was Turner so eager to have Michelle Becker here? Elle thought she would have been relieved to be able to speak freely. Sit down, please, she requested again, needing a few moments to think. September 22nd, 2063. Safe House, Forest, Fire Blue Territory, North American Province, 11.45 p.m. local time. 
A loud knock on the door pulled Michelle from her thoughts. She jumped to her feet. Was Jade back already? It seemed too early, but maybe Eleanor Lucas had met her halfway? Maybe they hadn't taken Jade that far? The door swung open before Michelle had time to open it herself. One of the guards who had taken Jade was back. He was easily recognizable, even in the dim light of the cabin. It's time to go, he said gruffly. Michelle instinctively took a step backward. Where are we going? Are you taking me to her? He raised a bushy eyebrow. To the president? No, Michelle replied, crossing her arms. To Jade. You'll find out soon enough, he said, gesturing for her to follow him. Every alarm bell inside Michelle's head and body started to sound off. I'm not going anywhere until my partner comes back, she said firmly. What makes you think you have a choice? He sighed, his jaw less set now. I have a deal with the president, Michelle said more confidently than she felt. I can stay here until morning. You should check with your superiors. He shook his head tiredly. Look, lady, this is coming straight from the top. Just come with me so I don't have to put you in handcuffs, okay? Let's make this easy for both of us. Where are you taking me? Michelle asked, stepping back, looking for anything she could grab to defend herself if needed. This was not what we agreed on with Lucas. Home, he said. You're going home. Michelle detected some kindness and understanding in his voice and found this profoundly confusing. She liked her enemies to be villains, not regular people. Home? She asked. Back to the pod? He nodded. So there's nothing to be afraid of. We won't harm you or your friend. Michelle narrowed her eyes. We weren't supposed to go there until morning. Why are you taking me there now? It's the middle of the night. That seems like an unnecessary risk. I don't know, he shrugged. I'm just following orders, okay? These orders can't be right, Michelle tried again. Lucas agreed to let us stay here until morning. He rested his hands on his hips. Look, all that changed when your friend asked to speak to the president. New orders. Michelle's mind raced. Eleanor Lucas must have immediately seen through their plan. Or maybe she had decided that Jade might be a valuable asset, but Michelle would always be a threat. Michelle should have anticipated this. All right, she said slowly. What happens to Jade? When do I see her again? I can't go home without her. I won't leave her behind. Don't worry about her, he said. She's fine. Can I wait for her in the pod? Michelle insisted, even though she didn't believe a word of what he was saying. He gestured for her to step outside. Are you coming with me voluntarily, or do I have to drag you to the car? Yeah, okay, Michelle said. I just need to use the bathroom first. It will take us hours to get to the pond. Again? He asked, shook his head and stepped back. You know the way. Michelle nodded gratefully and walked out of the cabin, passing him. The bathroom was a small wooden structure just outside the cabin. 
They had taken her there whenever she wanted. She made sure to walk slowly and not reveal how nervous she was. She counted in her mind. Four more steps. Three more steps. He was right behind her, but seemed to be slowing down. Two more steps. She reached for the door. He stopped, giving her some space. Michelle grabbed the door handle. She glanced over her shoulder. The guard was looking at her, but then averted his gaze as she had expected he would. He was too polite to actually watch her step into a bathroom. This was her moment. She let the door fall back shut and started running as fast as she could. Stop! If only she knew where she should run to. This was part 25 of Connection Revealed. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're listening to this on the public feed, this was available on September 5th, and the next episode, part 26, will be available in two weeks. But if you're a patron, this was available much, much earlier, and that's a new thing. Patrons from now on are always one episode ahead. If you're not a patron, well, now you know that if you want to support my work and listen to the next episode straight away, it is available to patrons. So yeah, go to lesbianromantic.com support and find out how you can support this podcast, this indie podcast, and uh, get access to the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for spending time with me. And I will see you soon.